Welcome to the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter's Candid Conversation with the Candidates podcast. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c7 nonprofit organization. All candidates running for the Texas 4th Congressional District were invited to participate in our podcast series. The sorority is nonpartisan and does not endorse candidates. Tonight's conversation is with Mr. John Simmons, a candidate for the Texas 4th Congressional District, and tonight's conversation will be led by Ms. Sharisa Payne, a Social Action Committee member. Sharisa? Good evening, Mr. Simmons. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Wonderful. First question for you. How is your how has your experience shaped you for this role? How has my experience, like my life experience? Your life experience, your personal experience, your professional experience. Oh, great. Yeah, maybe I'll just, uh, yeah, introduce myself. Um, my name is John Simmons, as you said. I'm a time self-employed rancher living and working in Hopkins County outside of Sulphur Springs. Um, I began ranching in 2012 um, with my wife, and we have three young And so um, one of the reasons I'm running for Congress is because I, I don't like what I'm seeing in Washington, D.C., and I believe that money and power has corrupt. There's, there's a lot of corruption. And so I'm, I'm sort of labeling myself as the anti-corruption candidate. Um, but really what has shaped my experience and sort of given me the uh, qualifications to, to hold this off is that um, I can read and, I'll, and I will read the, um, the bills that come before me represent uh, Northeast Texas interests first and the United States second. Um, a lot of a lot of representatives, they don't give them time to read bills that they're voting on. So um, one of the promises I've, I've made is that I'll read every bill. If they don't give me time to read the bill, I'll vote no. Um, so there's that. Great. What are two things that you believe the district desperately needs, and what would be your plan to secure them? Good question. Um, what What does our district need and do to secure them? I'm going to say we need to try more individual liberty. Um, so for at least our adult life, and we can go back 50 or 70 years, um, we've seen a gradual, steady expansion of the federal government, a restriction on individual liberties. Um, and so what that means is in, in framed within the confines of the United States Constitution, it's really, uh, the question really is, is, is a philosophical about what is the role of government. And, and I believe the role of government is to defend the life, the liberty, and the property of its citizens. 
and so one of the things, especially people in Northeast Texas need, all do you want to talk about a, a hot button issue? We might get into some other things a little bit, but inflation. Um, and I'll just take a second say to everybody listening there, and um, you know when you're thinking about who to vote this November, you need to know that the principles that I stand on. And the truth are the truth, okay? And the truth is that manufacturers don't create inflation. Producers of goods not create inflation. Consumers don't create inflation. Foreign trade agreements don't create inflation. The federal government and the Federal Reserve alone I'm feeling it. I know everybody here in North is feeling it. Um, the previous presidential administration, um, 45, expanded total federal spending by 42%, okay, in four years. And to put that into context, President Obama expanded total federal spending by 20% in eight years. And so for the conservative listeners out there, I would say, judging by that, who was more conservative? Um, and that that's kind of uncomfortable conversation I've had with a lot of my neighbors here. <laughs> um, and uh, President Biden and his administration is targeted to cut spending total, this is total federal spending, by about 6% overall in years. Now, that sounds really good, except um, uh, except where he started out, we're going year over year. So they expanded it by 42%, and so Je Mr. President Biden's uh, cutting it percent. Um, so the, it sounds good on paper, but it, it's not great because, you know, Trump printed $4 trillion, like a god of money. And inflation is created by the federal government and Federal Reserve. It's a basic principle. It's not like a real sort of sexy issue that the evening news. But the Federal Reserve controls interest rates, prints money out of thin air, and it's a, it's a basic supply issue and, and all of our savings and the money that we have is worth because the federal government is spending more. So what role will you play in strengthening economic development in the 4th Congressional District? As a United States representative in Washington, D.C., uh, they vote on kinds of bills. And so the question is, what role will I play in economic development? Um, the best role that the federal government can play in strengthening active, or economic development is at all. Um, and, and I'll sort of just go Constitution. Um, and in the Tenth Amendment, whatever is not explicitly outlined in the United States Constitution goes to the state, okay? And so that's a powerful tool for 50 different 
experiment uh, states that we have. Uh, whenever the federal government makes mistakes, and they do it all the time, they're really, really big, and they usually grow, and they usually don't learn from it. And so, just like the federal government, the, the idea that the federal government I laid out earlier is the sole creator of inflation, um, the federal government really doesn't produce good or a service, okay? That's, that's in the private sector. And so, pain's really all about questioning what the government is and how it's going to work for us. And I think where we're at now in the country, um, not as like a complete, like, tarot obstructionist, I think we need to have smaller, smarter government. And, and as far as local economic development, that, that should definitely be a, a state kind of issue um, in, in communities and the federal government. I think there would be much more success if the federal government stayed out of it. What do you feel sets you apart from your opponents, and why should the district elect you to represent them? Great question. I, I'm, I'm glad you asked me. Um, so I'm a reluctant Republican. Um, there is just a, you know, it's uh, 58% all Americans cannot ain't cannot name their congressman. Okay, that's that's something I read somewhere, and I guess it, it sounds true to me, so I'm going I'm to say that it's globally pretty close to 60% or so. Just, and, I've, and I've talked to a lot of people, and one of the things I ask them is, can you name your congressman? And they're like, no. And these are smart folks, you know, working folks, and they're just, I mean, honestly, people just kind of don't care in general. Um... So Pat Fallon are the incumbent sitting congressman um, who represents the fourth district. Um, he, he's a nice guy. He's from Massachusetts. He lives, I think, in Dallas or something. Um, but one of the main things that separates me from him is I mean, I don't. I, it's maybe cliche, but like I, I mean what I say. So he he says one thing on the campaign and and on his two minute uh, bits on Newsmax or whatever, uh, and then he goes to Washington D.C. and votes otherwise. And so so a, a difference between a big difference between me me and him are no spending um, and. He voted for the $4 in aid to Ukraine. I would have voted against that. He voted for Finland and Sweden in NATO, um, which I think only the liabilities overseas, and it makes us less safe at home. Um, for a bill called HR 391, which is called the Global Health Securities Act, um, which is basically a big foreign aid bill that subsidizes poorer countries' healthcare systems, um, and those those are just a few examples. There's there's more, but those are a few examples. 
I, I disagree with him. I agree on almost all of his no votes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, with the, I was looking at his record the other day, and, and there was a vote that I, that I didn't like. Uh, I need to go back to my notes and 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 now, now the difference between me and Miss O'Meara, who's the Democratic candidate, um, I'm pro-life. Um, I'm all I'm. I, I think based on the Democratic talking points, they're very of the of the proxy war with Russia through Ukraine. Um, Assuming she's not holding office, so she doesn't have a voting record. But um, we're friendly. I've done forums with her. She's she's great. Um, but probably the biggest sort of that we disagree on is is abortion, um, and we probably disagree on the Ukraine deal. We probably disagree on most of the thick stuff, um, like what I laid out earlier about the vision. Of the power of the Tenth Amendment, um, and I think that's that's a tool that Congress can and should use to empower the state to make decisions. And I think it played out in real time with the Dobbs decision in the Supreme Court of putting the. Um, I don't know if you're going to ask about Roe versus Wade, but which that as well. But so that's that's the difference. Um, I, I think I with most of what. Mr. Fallon says, but I disagree with a lot of what he does. Honestly, that's exactly why I'm running um, for Congress. Right. And what else would you like the constituents of District 4 to know? I was getting some water. What, what would I them to know? Um, well, I guess is that kind of a wrap-up question, or are you going to get into some more stuff? That, that's going to be the wrap-up question for you. If, if there's anything that you want your constituents oh, to know okay, before sure. the election about you, that would make you the best candidate. Yes. Fantastic. Well, I want everyone to know out there that I'm a champion of the Constitution. I think we try individual liberty. And I think that, um, like, with the COVID regime and the lockdowns and the safe and effective vaccine roll out. Sometimes I call President Trump President Operation um, You know, one of the biggest, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the biggest propagators of propaganda is the federal government. If you go back to the Vietnam War, it was lies. War was lies. There was no weapons of mass destruction. Um, you know, during Obama's administration, we had the bailouts, um, we, uh, we had housing crisis, and the Federal Reserve, I talked about it earlier in, my, in one of my answers, behind the scenes, the Federal Reserve, and, and there is light being shed on this institution, okay, and, and I think very, very important, and it's, and it's so massive that it's hard to sort of wrap your head around the whole deal. But the Federal Reserve is the institution that prints money out of thin. Okay, and so they're financing all of these programs that Democrats, Republicans are going along, and and they've made a big of it. And so the Fourth District of Texas has an opportunity to history in two ways. 
and they can I'm I'm not accepting donations. And that's not because I'm rich. I believe that money has thoroughly corrupted politics as we know it. A for play. And it's really bad for my children and their children. Okay? The second way we can make history is I could be the very first libertarian candidate born in and and to win a national race. And I think, and and I say that sort of with humility, um, not that, uh, not that I'm some kind of great speech writer or I'm going to have some kind of radical change. But I think it's, it's exactly the kind of change that we need um, to have a little bit more hope. Um, you know, it's, it's like this elitist, exclusive class of people in Washington, D.C. who are controlling the rest of our lives. And I don't think they have our best interests in mind. Well, thank you, Mr. Simmons, for this very insightful conversation. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c7 nonprofit organization. All candidates running for the Texas 4th Congressional District were invited to participate in our podcast series. Please continue to follow the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter social media pages for the next broadcast of the Candidate Conversation with the Candidates. This is Deborah Curry, Social Action Chair of the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, saying good night.